Do you mortify? Do you make it your daily work? Be always at it whilst you live. Cease not a day from this work. Be killing sin, or it will be killing you. John Owen on the Mortification of Sin Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern. We hope that you are enjoying our study of the doctrine of salvation, and today we take a stop at sanctification. Now, according to the Westminster Shorter Catechism, question 35, a sanctification is a work of God's free grace, whereby we are renewed in the whole man after the image of God, and are enabled more and more unto die to sin, and live unto righteousness. The sanctification is the work of the Trinity. It's the Father who sanctifies His people, disciplining us for our good and for the good of His church. Jesus loved the church and will give Himself up for her. And it's the Holy Spirit who applies the seal to the believer and continually works out their salvation with fear and trembling. Seeing all three members of the Godhead involved in our sanctification tells us just how important this work of God is. The life of Christ is our model to sanctification. Imitating Him is something we will not be able to perfect in this life, but we must strive to do so. We live life by grace, and having Christ as our model gives us hope. It is the Holy Spirit who is the agent of sanctification, and His mode of operation is a mystery to us. However, we are completely dependent upon His work. It is this work that takes the things of Christ and declares it to us. We see that in John 16, 4. Our sanctification is initial and definitive. It is progressive. And someday we will reach final sanctification. Now, what we must remember in our sanctification process is that sin is still sin, and we are in conflict with it all of our lives. As we grow in our relationship with Christ, the more we cannot ignore the fact that it is a direct contradiction to God, and thus we must strive more and more to be conformed to His image, putting away all that is against His nature. We must remember that it is no longer master of our lives, and that we must be killing sin each and every day. Those who God has called according to His purpose before time began can rest in the promises that we cannot be pulled from His arms. We may fall into heinous sin for a season, but we can be sure that we who are true believers will not come under condemnation of sin and are no longer guilty, for we have been justified through faith in Jesus Christ. We looked at that last week. The Westminster Confession of Faith, chapter 17 talks about the perseverance of the saints, and it says this, They whom God hath accepted in His Beloved, effectually called and sanctified by His Spirit, can neither totally nor finally fall away from the state of grace, but shall certainly persevere therein to the end and be eternally saved. We are kept. We see that in Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 and 2. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. 
I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Today we will be singing, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. It's a hymn written by Charles Wesley in 1747. We will be joined by Andy and Samantha Kasbin of Wyckoff Reformed Church in New Jersey, where Andy is the pastor and his wife, Samantha, is the worship leader. As always, I'll be placing links to the song and more information about their church in the show notes. And thank you, Andy and Samantha, for leading us in today's hymn sing.
hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, enjoy your lunch break.